For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome, everyone, to the Believe in Bingo podcast. Solomon Wilcox, Adam Pacman-Jones, and this is the review of Super Bowl 56, the night that was in L.A.'s SoFi Stadium. The Bengals would fall, that's right, to the L.A. Rams, 23-20. to 20. I woke up, Adam Jones, this Monday morning. I don't know about you, but I was downright pissed. I'm not, I'm not going to say I was sad. I'm not going to say I was feeling gloomy. I was downright pissed, bro, because I just knew we were winning this game. How you feel? I was pissed too, man. I think we should have won this game. Um, I think we gave it away on a couple things um, when we recap it. I guess we'll go back over. But I woke up pissed too. But um, if you betted on the spread, you won. But you wanted to win the game. We wanted to win the game. We wanted to win the game. But we did win the spread, but we wanted to win the game, bro. We played to win the game. Sound like you were playing two games. <laughs> sound like you had. Sound like you had two games going here, right? You had, had one come back had up. You had an emotional game going on one end. You had a business decision game kind of going on on the other. Something tells me you won on the business side. I won on the business side, but <laughs> it hurt me on 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 the personal side and the feeling side. You know what I'm saying? But man. It, it was a good game. I think the guys played what they played. They left it on the field, you know. Uh, yeah. We were just a couple plays short. But, Something tells me you won't be as pissed. Something tells me as a result of winning uh, and covering the spread, you won't be pissed as long as some of us will be. That's all I know. <laughs> well, I'm still going to be pissed because, you know, this this we play to win the game, man, you know. That's right. That's we right. We wanted to win, and we had the chance of winning it. You know, yeah, you know, um, coming into the game, we all said everyone pretty much pointed to one specific area where we were concerned. If you were a Bengals fan, if you were a Rams fan, you felt very confident. And that was for their defensive pass rush of Aaron Donald, Leonard Floyd and Vaughn Miller to take over the game and impact uh, the Bengals passing game and limit. Joe Burrow from making big plays. Um, just kind of walk us through your thoughts of what you saw take place. I didn't think our offensive line could block them, to be honest. And I felt like we needed to run the ball at this defensive front just to even have a shot. And so just kind of give me your thoughts on, 
you know, um, the fact that our quarterback, man, was sacked seven times in the game and hit a whole lot more. Yeah, man. And we said from the beginning of last week, not the beginning of this week, the beginning of the other week, that we got to double Aaron Donald. We started off doubling him. They did one game on the backside when Von Miller got had the sack. Then we come back out and just get totally away from the game plan, which I don't understand. Then we had Joe was running the ball pretty good when he was running downhill. We got away from the ring game. And I don't understand. Joe is the back. Joe need to be in in the crunch time of the game. It was second and one, and you telling me that Joe Mixon don't get the ball at least two of those times? Come on, man. Come on. Come ah. on, man. Come on, man. Come on. See? See, here's the Come on, man. Listen, listen. We talked to Zach Taylor. All, listen, in the summer, through the season, going into the postseason, one thing I always felt Zach would always do is he wouldn't forget about Joe Mixon that he even said it. The offense goes through Joe Mixon. We've seen it all throughout the year. Now, listen, Mixon was not in on that very last possession. Okay. He when, wasn't in on the last three possessions. Yeah. No, the, no, the one before second, that, the one before that, he was in. First, second and one, he was not in. You mean the last three plays? Play. You're saying I mean, the last the three last plays. Three. I'm saying yeah, the whole – that whole last drive, he wasn't in. Now, the previous possession, he was in. He was but on, the, right. on that last drive, he wasn't in on none of those plays, none of that possession. Um, and it was a concern because prior to that, 15 carries, what, 70-plus yards, he averaged 4.8 yards a carry. Now, that's significant because it tells me you don't get away from Joe Mixon. He's carrying the day, and he had a chance to carry you on the very last drive where either we're going to get a game winning touchdown or a field goal to tie it and send it into overtime. I agree. I, I was lost for words. Um, and I'm sitting here thinking like, all right, is he going to get to go back in? Or where is he? Um, and, you know, I like the coaches. I think Zach them had a very good game plan. Um, to a certain extent, I don't understand why didn't we come out when Odell's was when Odell was on the field. Why didn't we double Odell when Odell left the field? Why, why didn't we double Coop? And uh, I just I ain't understand it. You know, down there O line, I would have definitely been in some kind of double with Coop where the inside uh, safety is gonna be help on the slant and you're gonna play heavy outside for the fade. Um, make the other guys beat us. I think we. We, we we dropped the ball right there with the coaching part, I think. Uh, but personally, at halftime, this should have been a whole lot of adjustment where, hey, look, we're going to double coup. Man, Jefferson couldn't catch a ball to save his life. It, it, we, it, it, we made it. We made it hard. We, I'm saying we went out and played in the inside. We play, he, he head up leverage on slot fade. That's a hard, that's a hard play to defend. Yeah, it is. Anybody knows yeah, it is. that's one of the hardest plays in the NFL to defend. And if the ball is on time, you're going to get beat. Yeah, that, so was the, that, that was the play to OBJ first quarter. Mike Hilton was in coverage. It was a touchdown to OBJ yeah. to get him going. I For a minute, I thought OBJ was going to be the MVP. I, I oh, yeah. He scared was, me. He scared me. I'm telling you yeah. the truth because he was, he was on his way to do – Looked like he was on his way to do something special. Wouldn't want anybody to get hurt. No, nah, I wouldn't. But, but that hurt he, me. I ain't going to lie. But when I, he I left like the game, it. I was like, whoo, 
Because <laughs> I thought we didn't have a shot. Now, when he leaves the game, we we had doubled Cooper Cup most of the game until the final drive. They had a plan. It seemed like they just did. They abandoned the plan on the final drive. And Adam, he had five touches on that drive, four catches. He converted the fourth and one on the seven-yard run on the jet sweep. Why would we abandon the plan? What did you see differently on that one drive in terms of what we were doing to Cooper Cup compared to what we were doing earlier? I, I just didn't I didn't understand why I go away from the game plan at the most critical part of the game. Like, it's, this is the most critical part of the game. Double him. He was quiet earlier. Yeah. He had got quiet. Everybody in the building had got quiet. Yeah. After after that last series, I mean, after the series before the last series that was out there, like, we went to just blitzing and playing straight man. We had the one uh, I seen it was like a, a man free, like the whole play. I seen the Jesse was taking over and the crosses, that one that we missed earlier when Odell had it all the way across again, you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know, man. I don't know what the thinking was in the last three, four minutes of the game as far as the coaches. And, you know, we got a young coaching group, but it's, it's something that we need to look at and, and learn from. And um, I think we'll be in this situation again, you know. Yeah. I think there was a couple of things. Our pass rush wasn't really getting home, but we were – we were playing really good defense. Remember, the Rams didn't do anything in the second half until the very final drive. Very they didn't final. do anything. Listen, Lou Anaromo, hats off to you, man. We're The Bengals aren't here without Lou Anaromo. I don't want to hear right. anybody wake up today saying anything about Bengals defense, anything about Lou right. Anaromo. Lou knew what he – I thought he really put together a really good game plan. Clearly, they had a plan for Cooper Cup. Because Cooper Cup wasn't doing anything for most of the game. And the Bengals defense was shutting that offense down for most of the second half. I'm going to give Matthew Stafford credit on this. Did you see on the 22-yard pass to Cooper Cup on that game-winning drive? He threw a no-looker. Dude, he, he drew Von Bell up because he was looking right at the guy he thought he was going to throw it to. And then he does this like he's playing basketball. And threw the ball where he was not looking. So I can tell you right now, having played back there, I would have been on that. Because the quarterback's looking here. He in a motion of throwing. I'm getting a break on that. I'm about to pick it off. And then he ends up doing, like, we, like he Magic Johnson or somebody. That yeah. ball goes here, man. And I got to give Matthew Stafford mad props on that pass. Shout, shout out to our boy up, up in Kansas City for inventing that right i know i know um, but you patrick see mahomes. patrick mahomes you see the guys guys are guys are not dumb they're using and the greats look at people what they can get away with and you know you take some from everybody game that can make you better that was a hell of a play hell of a play i was like that that kind of that 22 yard catch and run by cooper cup on the game winning drive Man, we had three. You know, we're the least, the Bengals was the least penalized team this season. But on that game-winning drive, down inside the red zone, three penalties on the defense. The one on Luke Wilson was just horrible. And then oh, they came back on the next play. They called offsetting penalties on Rob 
Havenstein on holding their tackle, Von Bell on the other necessary roughness. He bomb was just doing what he was supposed to do. Yeah, then he they got, got to try to get him out of bounds. Yeah, then so they got I, the I pass interference it. on Eli Apple. Three plays in a row, we took a penalty, and then two plays later, they get the game-winning touchdown. But I just felt like right in there, man, we kind of just – the game kind of got away from our defense. We have been playing so well all evening long, especially in the second half. And me personally, I would have took a timeout, you know, after we come back down there on the third down at least so I could see the formation when it was third. I would have took the time out right there, get the guys together, get everybody on the same page, and uh, and then go out. But you can always say, hey, I would have did this, I would have did that. But yeah. I thought, I, I th- like, I'm saying, like, bro, it's the Super Bowl. It was a very, very good chess match by both coaches. And um, they just came out on top a little bit. But, I mean, a little bit better yesterday and um shout out to big wit man big wit played a hell of a game i watched him the whole game man yeah my boy couldn't even he, he was trying to get around and big wit still got it man wit wit stayed in front of our our guy trey hendrickson yeah he did stayed in front of him and, him and, and, the whole game and wit strong once yeah. wit locked out on him man it was like oh man my man but trey kept coming he was giving it a good fight I thought Sam Hubbard was winning his battles on the other side. Um, yeah. I, you know, at, in the end, on that very last game-winning touchdown, one yard of the Cooper Cup, they had the look they wanted, one-on-one on the outside with Eli Apple. Help me to understand this. If you're in press coverage, why do you bail and open up and let the guy give the guy a free release in the end zone on the, on the back shoulder fade? Well, you know, you can't bail right there either way it go because it's only you're on the two yard line. So you got to take away one way or the other. If you're gonna take away inside, take away inside, make them run the fade. If you're gonna take away outside, make them run inside, and don't let them run the fade. And you got to play for the slant and the back route. But I don't know, man. I didn't. Me personally, it's got to be some kind of double right there. Um. You got to help. You're saying you got to help Eli Apple on that play? Yes. Yes. For instance, uh, when we played uh, Brandon Marshall, when Brandon Marshall, I mean, I want to use Brandon Marshall. I'll use um, um, DeMarcus. When we played DeMarcus, then when he was up in um, Denver, he was was really good at the, the, the fade ball and the back shoulder fade when they had, um, championship team so what we would do is i would go outside leverage the safety would come down anything slant there's anything that's coming inside uh, he's gonna press this guy at the line with an almost like i'm in cover two so there's no way that he can beat me outside you get what i'm saying yeah i just feel like we, it should have been some kind of double right there with the game on the line. You got to double the best guy on the field right there. They was they wasn't running the ball. Um, it was clearly they already got three. So I, that's the point I, I didn't get from it. They already got three. So why not double the best guy? Yeah, this was it was tough for me because 
that's the situation you do not want to be in. You don't want to put Eli Apple one-on-one, Cooper Cup outside, because soon as Matthew Stafford sees that, he's like, hey, wait a minute, <laughs> going over here. And even Cooper Cup said in the post game, as soon as he gave me that look, I knew he was coming to me. Yeah. Like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so he knew it. We knew it. Everybody knew it. But it seems like we allowed ourselves to be put in that situation where they got their best guy on our, let's just say, least reliable guy. It's like that, you know, Chidovia Woozy got a shot. Uh, Trey Flowers, we got a shot. I'm just saying that's that's not what you want to do. So uh, clearly this offseason, there's a mandate in Cincinnati. We're holding out help wanted signs and we're going to be having tryouts with the top corners and top offensive linemen from now until <laughs> kickoff next year. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Hey, look, it's a lot of people that want to come play with Joe now, man. So yeah, man. we have a good um, offseason and it should be good for us because there's a lot of, we should get some, at least a good look at the top tier linemen that's free agency. Because our guys are together for the next four years. So if you want to talk about winning the championship and, and being a part of something special, come on in here. We need you ready to go. I got I to gotta ask you something, because you know what the elephant in the room is? And he said it himself. And this is, this is why I like Joe Burrow. He said, I, this is him talking. I didn't play as well as I would like to have played. I could have played better. He said, but you live and you learn. Those were his words. In the first quarter, I thought he could have threw the ball better. He had some options. He had some opportunities that didn't connect. And then the fourth quarter, man, it was was rough. I think it was five and nine, 42 yards passing, um, only four first downs in the final five possessions of the game, zero points, right, Um, on the final five drives. The offense went ice cold. Now, we can say it was about all about the pressure on the quarterback. But there were times when the quarterback had opportunities and whatever, Joe couldn't get the ball where he had targeted and where he wanted to throw. I um, totally agree. And you look back at the last play of the game, Jamar Chase was wide open. If he had just a, a split more of a second, oh, my God, we'd probably be talking about a whole other thing. Oh, Joe saved the day again, da-da-da-da. But, um, you know, and he, he, he ran for his life, too. He was running for his life, man. He was running for his life, too. So, did he play like Joe could play? No, he didn't. Did he play good enough for us to win? I think so. Um, Well, I'll tell you, I I, I think we could have had a chance. But it come back down to running the fucking ball. That's what it come back down to. We got to give Joe the ball. That's my point. When everybody seen how he came out the first two series. Give Joe the ball. Let Joe let him calm down and get mixing the ball and then give it back to him. But um, it's hard because I'm just nitpicking off everything. But my boy McPherson, he's still calm, cool, and collect, man. He out there watching the Super Bowl show and he was ready for whatever he had to do. You know, so kudos to that kid. Speaking kudos of it. Speaking of which, speaking of which, Super Bowl halftime show. Yeah. That that was fly. Now, I'm from L.A., born and raised in Compton. 
Yeah. That was fly. That was epic right there. That was bringing it. Yeah. I hats off to Jay-Z for producing one heck of a show. I don't know what was my favorite. Was it Mary J? Was it Snoop and Dr. Dre? Was it Eminem? Oh, man. I what, Was it 50? Was it 50? Oh, they just kept hitting me. They kept hitting me yeah. with love. They hit me. And every time I get, oh, it was the only time I found myself saying, uh, I don't want the second half right now. I want to see more of the concert. <laughs> it was good. I could have did at least. <laughs> My wife said, why are they not doing more? I said, it's the halftime of the Super Bowl. <laughs> I'm with her. I'm with her. I'm with her. <laughs> so we thought we had a concert. <laughs> I'm looking for my popcorns. I'm, wait a minute, was the show over already? What's up? Right. It was the only time that I wanted more music and less football. I'm, I have, I hate to say it. I was, I, they caught me. I was, I was caught up. I got caught up, man. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that was hot. You know, I'm telling you, the stars came out in LA big time uh, last night. You know, speaking of our, our star in Joe Burrow. Listen. He was sacked 70 times on the season, 51 in the regular season, 19 times in the postseason. I'm real talk. As much as I love what I saw happen in 2021 with the Bengals, it's of high priority as far as I'm concerned. Because I said this when we drafted. I said, we've got to take care of this guy, man. Because here's people going to sit here and say, you know, should you take an offensive line? Should you take in the receiver? You took the receiver. Listen, man, two things can be true at the same time. Two things can be true. The Bengals needed both. But here is where we are at now. They went to a Super Bowl. Whitworth, hold on. Whitworth come back home and play his last year with the Bengals. That would be nice. He's a free yeah, agent. That would be nice, but we're going to need more than that. We need a whole a whole – pl- we need a platoon of offensive line. After last what night – after last night, man, I'll be getting some Greyhound bus tickets one way. Bring home the cavalry, baby. One, but but here's the deal, man. You 70 sacks in 21 games, Jeez. average of three or more sacks per game. I look at Andrew Luck when he came in the league in 2012. By the time we got to 2019, he was done. He was done. And he's a much bigger, stronger, robust dude. Than Joe Weed. Joe almost got knocked out of his game. He was on the ground screaming and hollering, holding the same up, knee. I ain't gonna put them all on the line. I'm not yet, but here's my point. I don't Joe, care. Joe, I Joe don't has the ball a little bit longer. So I, I don't that, care. I'm, that done, I'm, done that. I'm, I'm done we with that. I'm done with that. We do need line. I'm done with that. Because at the end of the day, that, that is no question. If he keeps if he keeps taking these hits, Adam, it's gonna be over before we know it. Look at Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck was a bad dude coming out of Stanford. Big, bad, strong guy. The the cumulative you effect. You can't compare Andrew Luck to – you can't compare those two. Andrew Luck ran out. He was running offense in, in, in college like he was a running back, though. I don't care. I'm talking about the hits, the accumulative hits. You can't keep getting hit. By the time they built a great offensive line in, in Indy, his career was over. Yeah, you're right about that. that. That's all I'm saying, man. Everybody act like just because they see, seem still winning, getting sacked, but still winning, we're going to be all right. 
ain't gonna be all right. And I can just tell you that right now. You can we can shorten his career if this thing don't get fixed and fixed right now. That's all I'm saying. Now that's me saying it. I'm not being critical of the team. I'm just spitting real game because if yeah, you don't take real. care of it, that's they, right. Hold on. They know what it is. They know who smoking Joe is. Everybody over there know. Hey, look, we better find out some kind of way to pay some guys that are established guys or draft a guy and then pay the rest of the guys because you need four linemen that can come in here and protect. Uh, you might need six in case one of them get hurt. But he got to be protected. I, I totally agree with that, man. And then they had the nerve that we have a problem with Joe going out after the game. Man, is y'all people got that uh. crazy? Oh, Y'all man. people got to be out your last raggedy mind worrying about what my boy doing after work. Come on. And I just got hit. Just saying. He went out with his boy Kid Cuddy, Cleveland native. Why they, was out, Super Bowl. why they were out in L.A. Just we got to tell people first. What, we got to tell people first what they did, what he did. And then we let them weigh in. If you, in case they didn't know. Um, Joe Burrow went out with Cleveland native, his homie, Kid Cuddy, while they were out in L.A. after the game. That's what we're talking about. Went out after the game. There were some people on social, got a problem, act like he's supposed to go back to his hotel room and cry and sulk. I don't know what you expected to do. Have any of you who criticize a Joe, have you played in a game? Have you taken your team to a Super Bowl, second year in the league? You know the sacrifices he's had to make? Just even play this season and playing 21 free, free. straight games. You free, know what he had to give up. Do you know how many young players they carry a load, a burden of all this pressure on them that when the season is over, they have the right to do what they need to do. As long as they ain't breaking no laws and cutting no corners. He's just doing what most 22, 23-year-old kids do. They went to a party with his friends in Hollywood. Now, maybe you can't go, but he can go. <laughs> maybe maybe that's why they mad at him. Maybe that's, maybe that's what's bothering them. I don't know. I don't get it. Hey, I just don't understand this man on his own personal time after this. Thank God he's in his room going crazy. That what y'all want? I guess that's what they want, Solomon. But the kid is a stud, um, like he said, I could he could have played better. He's gonna learn from this, and um, we're quite sure we'll see Joe back. Um, T. Higgins had a hell of a day. Um, let's talk about some of the guys. I mean, oh my god, like what do he have 100, 100 yards and seven catches? Five? Um, four catches, four one, catches, 100 yards, two touchdowns. T. Higgins, yeah, man. Shout out to T. Higgins, man. You played at a Bad high level. Boy. Bad. And you always catch the ball in traffic, man. That's what about what about your boy Jamar Chase? That he gave it to Jalen Ramsey Chase now. All of them, all the receivers played good. Even the ball, some of them balls that Jamar Chase caught, you be like, yeah. God damn, why in the hell he catch that ball? Joe threw it all the way behind him. <laughs> and the other one, when he caught the other one, um, on the side, I mean, on the go ball. So like, man, the the future is bright, you know. So like, we got a lot of stuff to build on here with the Bengals, but we got to get somebody in here to protect these boys. 
Man, it, it, listen, if, what do you what do you think would have happened if we could have protected Joe Burrow in the passing game? Ooh. What do you think would happen? What do you he think would happen? He could have been. If he could, he'd been back there patting that thing. Oh my God. It would have been a whole different outcome. Yeah, he would have shredded him. He would have shredded him. He almost had 300 yards passing in the game. Burrow finished with 263, okay, a touchdown, no interception. How about my man Joe Mixon got a touchdown pass in the Super Bowl? Halfback pass. I didn't know Joe could swing it like that. We got two quarterbacks named Joe. (laughs) What did you think about that play? Hey, that was a hell of a play. You can tell they practiced it all week. Um, they watched the guys coming up on the film. And, um, that was a good coaching play, man. Shout out to our boy Zach for putting that together because you could tell they had already practiced that play. Yeah, Joe Mixon, halfback pass to T. Higgins uh, for their very first score of the game. And then T. Higgins, when they came out in the second half, we expected the Bengals make the adjustments. 75-yard catch over Jalen Ramsey, like a boss. And took it to the house. So you had uh, Chase had a big time catch over Ramsey, their best corner. Uh, Higgins had a big time catch, seventy five yards and a touchdown over their best corner, Jalen Ramsey. I felt like after that we would we were taking over the game. We would get the interception off Stafford. We didn't turn it into into a touchdown, but we got uh, points off the field goal, and we take a ten point lead. Man, I thought we were ready uh, to really do some things that at that point in the game, but we would never, we wouldn't score again after those first two drives to begin the second half. And our defense held up until that very final last drive, man. I guess that's the part that was, that was kind of disappointing. That's the one, that's the part that left me pissed off. Cause I said, if you can block uh, Aaron Donald and if we could double team Cooper cup, they shouldn't be able to beat us. And, and at the end of the day, we weren't able to get either one done, and they did beat us. Yeah, and you go back and think about it. We first down from almost putting this thing away with two first downs. Um, oh, it's, just, it's a game of inches, uh, Solomon. That's what people don't understand. I'm sitting here getting chills right now because I'm going back and rewinding it, and I'm like, we could have got the first down on the series before we kicked it to him, it's a totally different game. Um, oh, it's crazy. But yeah, man. Um, I'm lost for words. I'm in deep breaths. And, um, but you can wake up. I woke up this morning, not down. I was hurt that we lost, but I woke up with a lot of upside to what we got going on here. I love these young boys. I love the, everybody on the team. I think we got something special here. We got to get some linemen um, in the offseason. We got to pay some of these guys that's up. We got to we got to pay Jesse. Um, I think you do pay Spam because he's a leader. He's an older guy. He, he got them going. But Jesse is first and foremost. Um, we got to make sure that we take care of Jesse. Um, it's a guy that you don't want to lose because he's smart. He's intelligent. He put guys in the right place and he plays good football. There's no doubt. Uh, we want to see Jesse come back. He's the leader on the back end of the secondary he came up with a big time interception ball thrown into the end zone by Matthew Stafford. Uh, yeah. Thought he could take advantage of our boy, Jesse Bates, but Jesse 
um, turned it into another big-time play. The defense had two interceptions on the night against Matthew Stafford. We needed one more on the game-winning drive. Our defense has closed out every uh, postseason game with an interception. Turns out we needed one last night. Um, but, hey, you know what? Um, proud of these Bengals. They went further than any of us thought. And they took, they took the Rams deep into this. Rams had to dig deep. Uh, Aaron Donald had to dig deep. Matthew Stafford had to dig deep. Uh, Want to get one last thought before we let you go. Matthew Stafford essentially is this year's Tom Brady. Changed teams, came in, had to quickly get along with everybody, learn a whole new offense, take that team to a Super Bowl and win in their own home stadium like Tom Brady did one year ago. So I say this, ask you, is now we, will we see more quarterbacks jumping ship? It's rumored that Aaron Rodgers this offseason could be changing teams. Deshaun Watson could be changing teams. Russell Wilson could be changing teams. And as you well know, just like there are people who follow Tom Brady, people who have followed Joe Burrow, we were able to sign a lot of free agents based on Burrow's uh, arrival in Cincinnati. Uh, might we see more of this after two teams have won building a team with somebody else's quarterback and a bunch of guys who followed them to win Super Bowls? think we could see more of this based on what Matthew Stafford did in this game. Well, Matthew Stafford was a little different um, with leaving because I think he had, what, two years on his deal and, and just demanded yeah, they, out. They the, traded for him. The they traded. The so, but all the other guys are up. That's the good thing about them besides um uh what uh kid in Seattle. Um I do think it's gonna be a lot of things going on with these quarterbacks. Um, because there's a lot of places that's just a quarterback away from winning a, a Super Bowl. Um Aaron Rodgers is probably the top guy that's gonna be up there. I think I personally think Aaron Rodgers is gonna ask for a new change. Um and with that being said, is that open up the quarterback spot in Green Bay also if you want a veteran in there? Um, Deshaun, I think I, I think Deshaun is, is, is gone. I think he's going to Miami. Um, it's it's going to be a wild offseason. But I do think teams will jump, jump bands, play with jump bands just to play with different guys because it's about winning Super Bowls now. Guys are really realizing, like, all right, I can take $3 million less than – getting 18, which is the max, I'll take 15 and be able to play on the team that can win the Super Bowl. And for my parting shot, don't be worried about a young quarterback who has to carry the weight of an entire team, an entire franchise. If he want to blow off steam by just going to a concert that his friend is having after a game, win or lose, you do get to go out, you're off duty. That's off duty. meaning you ain't working right now. And you get to go wherever you want. He ain't breaking no laws. He may not be doing what you want your son to do, but guess what? He wasn't doing anything wrong, wasn't doing anything bad. He uh, so, yeah, he just blowing off the so Joe Burrow, do you. Joe Burrow, do you. I guess my boy Grunt looking. Grunt said if he can't play for Brady, he want to come play for Joe Burrow. So <laughs> people just calm down because we got something really special going on. And we on the horn, baby. They talking about Joe. They ready for Joe. They want to come play for Joe. Everybody loves Joe. Cincinnati is Joe. Now we got to protect Joe so Joe can stay. <laughs> that is Adam Pac-Man Jones. I'm Solomon Wilcox. Thanks for joining us 
all season long on the Believe in Beagle podcast. We're going to be bringing it to you all this offseason as we get ready for the draft. We get ready for free agency. We're going to be talking about some of the biggest news notes and nuggets from around the NFL, some of the top storylines each and every week. We get Adam Pac-Man Jones's perspective. It's a unique one, so he's going to be bringing it. I'll certainly be beating the bushes for all the nuggets I can give you. So we're going to keep this thing going every week, every Monday, this offseason between now and the start of training camp. So stick with us until we return for the next episode of the Believe in Bingo podcast. Adam Jones, Solomon Wilcox, see you. Deuces, everybody. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.